0: Why am I soft in the middle now? Why am I soft in the middle The Brisbane Lions are through to a preliminary final this Friday night at the MCG. They'll be taking on the Geelong Cats. This is after they recorded a 13-point victory at the same venue against the reigning premiers, the Melbourne Demons. Joining us now, as he does each and every other Monday morning, is the Lions general manager of football in Danny Daly. Danny, good morning. Morning, boys. How are we going? Oh, we're very well, so you must be well too. congratulations to you and the team.
1: Yeah, thanks, boys. It was a um, yeah, it was a memorable night on uh, Friday night. Um, boys did an outstanding job, and um, yeah, it was great for the great for the football club.
2: I was thinking of you just before half time. Brisbane can't win in Melbourne. Brisbane can't beat Melbourne. Brisbane didn't have Joe Danaher. They were down by twenty eight points. I thought, Danny Daly, I wonder if in the second half he'll be organising Mad Monday.
1: No, mate, I wasn't thinking about Mad Monday to be honest. But um, yeah, look, um, it was interesting because we went into the game uh, with basically knowing that if we were there abouts at half time, that uh, Melbourne's second half performances weren't great, uh, and that's no disrespect to them. But we put up during the week uh, their losses, and some of their losses were, um, you know, they're in front by up to four goals at half time, and we just felt in the in the second quarter, we starting to get the game on our terms a little bit, even though we couldn't impact the scoreboard. So, our players sort of came in with a little bit of belief that we were a chance in the second half, and um, yeah, they got going, which was which was really nice. And you know, and, and to be perfectly honest, Melbourne were a bit fortunate; they could have put us away early. Uh, they missed some shots. We were poor in probably the first twenty minutes of the game in terms of our pressure and intensity. But once we got that going, um, yeah, it was a different ball game.
0: Danny, you must be pleased that. Uh, So much was written about the Lions finals performances over the last three or four seasons. You've gone back to back in the finals. You've broken that MCG hoodoo. You've taken out the reigning premiers and both finals games this year you've been throwing big curveballs. The big O early in the first game against Richmond and then the morning of the game where Joe Danaher has had to travel back to Brisbane because his wife went into labour. Hasn't affected the team the boys have been able to overcome that sort of stuff put in front of them that must be pleasing for you as well
1: oh yeah no doubt obviously the 0 one was was on the run during the game so players probably didn't have much time to think about it and they um you know just got on with it and obviously the Joe Danaher one basically got a phone call after I um got off the phone from you guys on on Friday morning and um you know his partner had gone into labor so again we I thought we dealt with it really well and really swiftly and um, you know, we didn't sort of try and keep it within house or uh worry about doing the change an hour before we got on the front foot and announced it straight away and let the playing group know straight away and just and just got on with it, you know, got on with our prep and didn't change anything that we set out to do and uh wasn't really spoken about to be honest. Uh, and thankfully, you know, Joe's partner had a little baby girl and that all worked out well, which is great. But um I think what we've done over the over the final series is is not worry too much about things that we can't control, but just manage what we can control. And that was, you know, those two examples of situations of where, you know, we just got to get on with it and um, back out our 23 players that we put on the field to, to get the job done.
2: You've always said that, and whilst you know, I guess in reality you're right, there was just so many things that went against you. And, and one thing that looked like it was going to add to the, to the pile that I already mentioned was when Charlie Cameron hobbled off.
1: Yeah, he um, hurt, hurt the top of his foot early in the game in a tackle, and... Um, Yeah, when he came off, there was a little bit of concern. But, um, you know, our physios and doctors who do a great job got onto it pretty quickly and then got him moving again and then taped it up a bit, and he was fine, and he was fine after the game. And I love Charlie Cameron. He's one of my favourites, but he can put on a little bit of a show for the crowd sometimes. So uh, (laughs) it might have been as as bad as what it looked like when he was coming up. (laughs) (laughs) I'll
0: tell you who else could put on a show for the crowd, and he's only been there for two games. But young Darcy Wilmot, I think he's fantastic. I love his celebrations. And you can just hear he's having the time of his life here, Danny.
1: Oh, he is. Uh, and I think we spoke about him, you know, during the week. And one thing he has brought along with Matho is some energy to the group. And um, I think you saw the scenes after the game when Zorks was trying to get all the players off. And, you know what, we're not, never going to try and control control him or make him something, and he's not. Um as, long as he doesn't go overboard with it, we just let him let him go. And as I said, he, he just breathes excitement and energy for the group, and he's been fantastic. And he's played well, you know, like he's had some big moments in both games, and he's been able to stand up and deliver. So uh, he's been a great addition to our team.
2: Well, just on Zorks, so I think when we started the match off with 70,000 people booing him every time he went within 20 metres of the ball, but they soon ran out of puff, and he was crucial in that win.
1: Oh, he was um, you know, and you know the events of a few weeks ago, which i don 't want to want to talk about what I do want to talk about is the, you know what he went through in those few days and, and the amount of scrutiny and the and the stuff written about him um, you know i'm just so so glad for him and happy for him that he 's come back into the footy club hasn 't spoken about it, and his leadership has just gone to another level, and um, he 's been a massive part in. In our journey in the final series, both both games on and off the field, and um, you know I'm just so pleased for him. He played a terrific, terrific leadership game on the weekend.
0: You will contest the Jared Berry decision there. Take that to the tribunal, Danny. Was that always going to be the situation? We know you uh, often talk to the advocate there at the lines. What you're going to do? But was that a, a sort of a no-brainer? It only took you a couple of minutes to decide. Yeah, we're definitely going to.
1: Yeah, uh, it was. We probably had to wait a, probably 24 hours to announce we're going to challenge it because you always want to just um, do the right thing by your advocate and make sure we're on the same page and, and make sure we've got a good case going forward before you, before you communicate that we're doing it. But yeah, it was always a no-brainer. Um, done a bit of work on it yesterday and we'll do some more today and tomorrow and uh, head to the tribunal tomorrow night and hopefully get him off.
2: And the preparation for this week, will it be pretty similar to what it was last week?
1: It'll be identical, mate, identical. So players have the weekend off in today for recovery. In our review. Main session tomorrow, day off Wednesday. Captains run at the Gabba Thursday and fly out to to Melbourne, stay at the same place and basically mirror everything we did this weekend, or last weekend, sorry.
0: When you uh, watch these games back, Danny, do you have the commentary provided to you or do you just watch it with the sound down?
1: Uh, I did both. So when I got back to my room, I watched it with the commentary. Uh, the whole game again, and then on the plane. And when I got home, I watched it without the commentary, yeah.
0: OK, without throwing you under the bus, do you find as though there may be some bias towards Victorian sides against teams that, say, are from Queensland?
1: <laughs> uh, I'll let you be my voice on that one. Yes. Uh, Paul,
2: Paul's you... been hammering them all morning.
1: <laughs> yeah. Anyway, it is what it is. Um Yeah. Um, not to worry. Do you, well, th- Danny, th- Just th- a
0: quick one, um uh, yeah, One of the, the listeners asked about this. Do you think those that sit in commentary and the comments they make about situations in footy games, do you think that can bias the tribunal at all?
1: Oh, I'd hope not. And you'd hope that the system is fair and works the way that um, it's meant to work. So I wouldn't have thought so, no. I think they... Um, I'm pretty sure, without knowing 100%, but I'm pretty sure uh, the MRO don't have any... Uh, volume going when they watch these incidents. I'm not sure whether they read any media or, and what they do with that part of it, but uh, I, I'd find it very... I, I wouldn't have thought that they would, no.
2: And uh, any any other injury problems that we haven't been made aware of either during the game or after the game?
1: No, we got through with a clean bill of help from the, um, the injury front. Um, from the AFL perspective, unfortunately our BFL team went down on... On Saturday we put up a terrific performance, um, and nothing there, so we're pretty healthy. The only one, obviously, is um, Jared Lyons, who we just need to see how he pulls up this week. Uh,
0: hearing there could be a bit of an injury concern, though, in the coaching box,
1: though. <laughs> what about that? Uh, yeah, I'm a little bit sore. And sore and I'm sorry, yeah, and a bit embarrassed about it. All anyway, but anyway, that's life. Tell, tell us more. Better, better me than the players. That's all I can say.
2: What What happened to uh,
1: you? The, the, there's a, it's, a, it's a long way down from the coaches' box to the to the ground at the MCG. It's like about 130 steps. So, uh, yeah, just making my way down and, at quarter time, and um, I had a little bit of a, a slip and hurt my knee. I'm not sure what I've done. I'm hoping it's not an ACL again, but yeah. she's a bit sore and sorry and a bit uh, pretty swollen at the minute. But anyway, we'll see where that lands. But anyway, let's let's get back to it, footy, eh? Well, lucky you're,
2: lucky you're the brains behind it all and not playing.
1: Uh, well, as I said, lucky uh, lucky me and not the players. I'll take one for the team this week. <laughs>
0: oh, you're a trooper. <laughs> we'll talk to you through the, the week, Danny. And uh, how exciting this, this is, week two of this three-week journey, three in a row at the MCG we spoke about last week. We'll catch up soon, mate.
1: Thanks, boys. Good on you. Have a great week. There he
0: is, Danny Daly, General Manager of Football from the Brisbane Lions.